Blog Talk Radio.
DJSR Play something heavy
of being heard.
Got a big ego, ha ha ha, such a big ego, uh uh uh, I got a big <laughs> ego, she love my big <laughs> ego, so stroke my big <laughs> ego, I like to joke around a little bit, but here we go, welcome to the wonderful world, uh, go play the Earl cause everything I throw up, blow up, talking to the girl, she said, know what, grow up, you nasty, Understand why they trippin' if you ask me Flow just the nicest I admit the propane I just spit Probably just raise the gas prices Everybody in the club trying to get as fresh as me What you want, dog? Trying to stay recession-free And spit refreshingly When I rock the stadium You probably get sweaty You should bring an extra tea Now I'm standing next to J Who's standing next to B Could have been anywhere in the world But you're here with me That's good for my ego <laughs> Me and my ego, and he go wherever we go. My ego is my imaginary friend. He was with me when I was only imagining. I had dreams of the league. One day I played Kobe, or walk up to Puff, and he'd really know me. Coulda let the dream killers kill my self-esteem, or use the arrogance as a steam that powered my dreams and my ego. For real, want you to show me how you feel I consider myself lucky, that's a big deal Why? Well, you got the key to my heart But you ain't gon' need it I'd rather you open up my body And show me secrets You didn't know what's inside No key for me to lie It's too big, it's too wide It's too strong, it won't fit It's too much, it's too tough He talk like this, cause he can back it up
got me now, right? Whoa. All righty, I'm going to send this other shout-out to you. This is Kiki Shepard as well. Listen to this cut.
got a papa papa, gotta get a birthday, something for me and my family. I gotta make decisions and peace in my days. I'm growing up as fast as I can. I gotta make some money. Don't wanna live by that rule.
You're live with Gina's group. There is now 12:23 in the AM. It is now July 7th in the 2012. 
Uh, if you guys, uh, thank you guys out there listening, you guys hanging in out there. If there's something that you guys want to bring out and talk about, pretty much I'm just de- debuting my music and uh, pretty much letting you guys know. If it doesn't sound right, give me a shout out, let me know. Um, songs that uh, you send me and let me know that they don't sound properly, I'll just go ahead and reload them. All right, I'm new at this, everybody. This is Gina's Groove Theory with Gina for KXRW. Long Beach, your community connection, internet radio station being brought to you. Check this out. Oh, man. 
I've never, since I've been on the radio station, so far I haven't sent a shout-out to my mom. Uh, I sent a shout-out to her, but I haven't played anything for her. And I do something, I do have something for her, so I'm going to go ahead and send this out to my mom and my nanny up there in heaven. Uh, much love. And then when I come back, I'll be bringing out my, one of my guests who's going to be speaking on some very serious issues before we end the show. We have 31 minutes into the end of the show. It is now 12.23 in the a.m. It is now July 7, 2012. You're here and you're talking to Gina, and I'm going to be bringing uh, Stephanie out here. She's going to speak on. She's going to come out here and give you some good words of uh, wisdom. Anybody else out there want to join in? Feel free. This is for this is for my mom. Okay, so if she can hear this out there in heaven, shout out to your mama. You all appreciate it. When I was young, me and my mama had beef, 17 years old, kicked out on the street. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Spending from school, scared to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Said tears with my baby sister. Over the years, we was bored and other little kids. And even though we had different daddies, the same drama when things went wrong, we blamed. Mama, I reminisce on the stress I caused. It was hell, hugging on my mama from a jail cell. And who thinking elementary? Hey, I see the penitentiary. One day, running from the police. That's right. Mama catch me, put a whoop into my backside. And even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was a black queen, mama. I finally understand for a woman it ain't easy trying to raise a man. Always was committed A poor single mother on welfare Tell me how you did it There's no way I can pay you back But the plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate it Tell us it was fair No love for my daddy Cause the coward wasn't there He passed away And I didn't cry Cause my anger Wouldn't let me feel For a stranger They say I'm wrong And I'm heartless But all along I was looking for a father He was gone I hung around with the thugs And even though they sold drugs They showed a young brother love I moved out Started really hanging I needed money of my own So I started slanging I ain't guilty Cause even though I sell rocks Feels good putting money in your mailbox. I love paying rent when the rent's due. I hope you got the diamond necklace that I sent to you. Cause when I was slow, you was there for me. You never left me alone because you cared for me. And I can see you coming home after work late. You're in the kitchen trying to fix us a hot plate. You're just working with the scraps you was given. And mama made miracles every Thanksgiving. But now the road got rough, you're alone. Trying to raise two bad kids on your own And there's no way I can pay you back But my plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate it And dear mama 
shake and I reminisce Cause through the drama I can always depend on my mama And when it seems that I'm hopeless You say the words that can get me back in focus When I was sick as a little kid To keep me happy there's no limit to the things you did And all my childhood memories Are full of all the sweet things you did for me And even though I act crazy I gotta thank the Lord that you made me There are no words that can express how I feel You never kept a secret, always stayed real And I appreciate how you raised me And all the extra love that you gave me I wish I could take the pain away If you can make it through the night, there's a brighter day Everything will be alright if you hold on It's a struggle every day, gotta roll on There's no way I could pay you back But my plan is to show you that I understand you all appreciate Hello, everybody. It's now 12.33 in the a.m. It is July 7th in the morning in Long Beach. You are with KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. You're talking to Gina from Gina's Guru Theory. Um, I'm here with the guest. Uh, my guest, Stephanie, is going to be coming on in. I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, introduce her. And as well, uh, uh, like I gave you a little bit of info about her, she brought me out here. She showed me the services out here. She was my first resource, so. Uh, you guys mind? You ready? Are you ready? Well, okay. Look, we're, I'm gonna go ahead and send this shout out too for the folks that roll with me in Black Diamond. I just gotta play this, all right? Because it's one of my favorites, and most people that roll with me, they pretty much know. So I'm gonna send this on out too. So anybody out there who know who rolled in Black Diamond with me and rolled and heard this cut, here it goes. I 
feel like these other guys Let me drop this on your mind I'm not here to waste your time Cause I know You're live with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 12.39 in the a.m. It's July 7, 2012. Uh, we're going to have a couple of people come on. I have actually, it's 20 minutes to uh, closing out this third hour. Pretty much, you know, I'm going to go ahead and carry it over to that last hour because, you know, I get an extra free hour. 
thanks to Blog Talk Radio. And since I got the equipment together, I guess I'll keep it. I'll like glue it together like this so I can go ahead and make sure it, it works all right for uh, tomorrow's show. Uh, tomorrow's going to be Saturday night, so I figure, it, you know, um, I'm thinking about doing some uh, cruising, which I don't know. It's already like uh, we'll be taking this show into 1 o'clock will be the closing of the third hour, and 2 o'clock will be the last closing of the last fourth hour, that three hours that I get. So we're going to focus on, uh, I got a, I got a guest on his way, a friend guest, whatever you call it. He's on his way, and then I have my girl. I got my girl here. She's ready to, to go on. We're going to take it on. If, if in the next 20 minutes, I'm going to go ahead and shoot some more music to you. In the next 20 minutes, by the time that they get here, we can touch on pretty much what she wants to bring and then also to get her input on what what our, probably our last 30 minutes would be the relationship uh, question of the day, like we normally do in uh, in Gina Groove Theory's regular format, uh, how we uh, how my program director, which is on his way, would, now I, would, I do my own programming right now, but yeah, as he put it, you know, the last 30 minutes, we can go ahead and take that into that relationship question, and you can have your input. If you haven't logged in to the 888 number, I hope hopefully you guys are digging that 888 number. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and roll with it as much as I can so I can make sure that you guys are out there. Some people out there with their cell phones can't call 888, so we'll work around that. Uh, also, you guys can go on blogtalkradio.com, and inside the search box, you type in Genus Groove Theory, and then you can uh, access uh, my live shows. You can tap into the live show as it's on. Uh, well, I'll double-check the live show, but you can go ahead and listen to recorded shows, episodes of Genus Groove Theory. Uh, actually, I believe it's like 1 through 11 may not be out there, uh, may be taken off. So uh, you can always hit me up, Gina, of, of course. I have all the shows from the first day that I did the first show until the day today. So uh, keep that in mind. If you guys want to get like a copy, I'll, I'll email it to you, Facebook it to you, Twitter it to you, whatever is your social network that we share, I'll send that out to you, okay? Um, you know, we want to keep it circulating. And uh, also I post it. If you go out on my uh, Facebook page for Jenna's Group Theory, which I'm doing well, by the way, you guys. I'm up to like, uh, let's say, 314,000 people touching on my on my chocolate monkey and as well as my daily word, as well as all of you guys who liked it and everybody that appreciates my writing. I'm going to be bringing more works out there to you so you can get a little bit more into where I'm at with it and how I see things pretty much. And you can tell me and you can, hey, you can send in your work with me or you can come on the show and share it with us. That's good with me. I love it. Uh, as far as Chase's after, you know, she has that there. She has the open mic on Saturday night, $5 cover charge. You can go down there, bring your work, bring your paintings, bring your, uh, your art. You can rap, you can sing, you can dance. Whatever it is that you can do, you can come on down there and bring it and display it. Uh, there are a lot of good professional people down there. Hey, uh, she has she, she runs a great tight, tight ship down there. And uh, much love to her once again because she, she was texting me and said she went to sleep. Good night, sweet dreams, Renee. Uh, thank you very much. As I slowly begin to break into bringing everything that I can to you to keep you informed and up to date with what's going on in and around your communities and outside the communities, we're worldwide. So, as I say, um, thank you very much. Your support has been greatly appreciated, and uh, much love to all of you guys. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and send another shout out. Just, just. Just thinking of just thinking of uh, my homegirl Ashawn again. I'm gonna go ahead and bump this right here because this would uh, send a shout out to her up in heaven too. She is in heaven. Is she out there in the street somewhere? Ashawn, Ashawn, look, get with us, all right? Fat, uh, Ruby, uh, Tashiana, I think I seen you out on Facebook, girl. Get with us. You know, we want to know what's up with your auntie, your mama, your sister, your, your your daughter. All right, let us know. We'll search you down. We'll find you. 
One thing about Cherokee's crew team, I'm a part of that, we'll hunt you down and we'll find you under a rock. There's nowhere to hide, okay? We know how to seek you out, okay? We are skilled in that. That's what outreach specialists mean. That means we know under which uh, grain of dirt you may be trying to get away from us because you don't want us to give you that sack of, sack of hope in that with that lunch, with that sandwich and that orange and that cookie and that, uh, and that bag of chips. We'll still find you. So, look, girl, if you're out there, you're living, oh, we'd love to hear from you, love to see you. So, uh, peace. A shout-out also to, uh, nobody came out tonight, so I want to send a shout-out there to Cherokee Street out North Carolina. Send a shout-out to Connecticut for Brian. Shout-out there to New Orleans for my people out there who I haven't met yet. Hopefully, I'll be seeing you real soon. Shout-out to Florida as well. Much love. Check out this. This is Bella Johnson. We all know Mrs. Bertram King.
Hi, everybody. You're live with Gina on Gina's Groove Theory. <laughs> almost got caught slipping on that one. Okay, it is now 10.50. We're slowly approaching that last third hour <laughs> of this show. This is, uh, let's say, we're just, well, 12, oh, do <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, must be, must be in the air. I'm feeling real good tonight. We're sitting here laughing, having a good time. We're 10 minutes down to the last, to the third hour. We're going to carry it past that. I'm going to close it out at 1 o'clock, and then we'll, you guys go ahead and stay logged on in the system so you guys can remain online. Anybody that logs in before 1 o'clock can remain. Anybody that logs off after that, they can log back in because it's no longer a live show. It's live for us, but it's going into recording, so we're not on air, so we won't be broadcasting that last hour, you know, via the world. So pretty much, um, so I'll be closing it out in the next 10 minutes. Uh, Actually, we're waiting on Brian to come in. He's going to come on in. I'm quite sure it's going to be his first time uh, mingling in. You know, we have a mixed crowd of people, mixed ages. Oh, I don't know if we have this one over here. Mr. Fancy might want to join in on the conversation, too. We'll see. We'll see. He popped in a co- once upon a time. So I pretty much keep it live here on Genesis Group Theory. I thank you much. Appreciation, God, first and foremost. A uh, shout-out there to LaPorsche. If you're out there listening to you, you and your dude, thank you very much. You handled yourself like a lady, your girl. Much appreciated. Uh, to who, who did I miss? Who did I miss? Any shouts out to Salima? You got anything to say, Salima? All right, shout out to Salima for Cortez. Happy first anniversary. Oh, hold on. Okay, you want to say? You, yeah, you gonna have to go ahead and send a shout out to Star because she listens to me. Okay, shout out to my little niece who's Star. I'm sitting here with your mama. Stephanie, she going to be on. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and touch you and let you know that your mama going to be on, and hopefully you can come out there and listen. So I'm going to touch you right now. I'm going to go ahead and play another little shortcut before the end of the show. It kind of ends pretty fast. So let's see. We're going to go ahead and play something. Something. Suave. I can't play a high team, can I? I don't think so. Huh? Oh, also, too, you guys, uh, you know I'm a, a writer as well. I'm a writer and uh, as well as a, a speaker, a person who represents this community, a community person as well. Uh, so I put out a lot of information. Uh, I like sharing my information. When you guys uh, get back and you touch me and you let me know that you dig my stuff, that lets me know that it's acceptable and that someone else has a view that I have, and that's pretty good. That's one thing we should uh, do. I'm going to find a way that we can interact that way on this radio station that way. You know, we can kind of get with everybody, and everybody can kind of have their words, and, you know, everybody can have their peace of mind, and, and then they can share their things. Like I told you, you guys, Saturdays, Shades of Africa, $5 cover charge, bring your artwork, bring what it is that you got, what you bring, uh, <laughs> pretty much, uh, bring what you got, bring, you know, bring what you bring, you know, whatever your talent is, come on in there, you know, you can represent $5 cover charge, is not, not a bad situation. On top of that, uh, it also, you know, it pays forward to you, too. I mean, I don't know what your aspirations are, but I never thought I would be on radio either. So, and here I am. So, that's one thing. It's a it's a beautiful day today. I'm saying one more shout-out to this man upstairs and one more cut for you guys. All right, hold on.
Thank you guys for joining us now. I don't know if you guys can hear me, but I'm going to go ahead and listen on my head and tell you guys I can speak. Show 13. And I just had uh, I just had Brian knock on the door like please. I didn't move because you know my show my show has my show has the role, so it don't even matter. You know what? I can go out with handcuffs. It ain't no problem with me. <laughs> he gonna knock on my door like that, but it's all good. I wasn't scared. This Jitter Screw Theory gotta go regardless. Okay, I'm going out with the mic in my hand with handcuffs on. Okay, you best believe that. This makes our 13th show actually. Thank you guys for your support. Uh, much love to you guys out there listening. Hang on in there for that last hour of the relationship question, and uh, we'll uh, bring up some uh, good topics. I got some good stuff for you. Peace out. July 7th, 
2012 ending of show 13. Much love, everybody. Guys, this is Janice Groove Theory. You're into that last fourth hour with us, and 
We're sitting here having a good time. Thank you guys for joining tonight. Uh, it was a great show, pretty much. I'm getting a lot of good feedback. Um, hope you're digging the music as well. Um, uh, any requests that you guys have out there that you want to send out, send them on out, and uh, I'll try to get them on for you. And uh, let's see. Got, uh, I, hey, one of my guests just stepped on in. I don't know. He's, he's sitting here uh, making a mimosa, actually. He's making a mimosa. And uh, hold on. Say hi. Yo, what's up, people? How y'all doing out there? Um, pleasure to be on Gina's Groove Theory and at her PJ party, the pajama party, y'all, the jammy jam, y'all. That's how we do it around here. You know what I'm saying? Popping bottles. You know what I'm saying? All that. That's Gina's, Gina's, Gina's Groove Theory, you know. Jam jam, there you go. It's all in fun. Enjoying the show. Enjoying the things that's been accomplished. You should see it, y'all. It's two laptops, two speakers, a mic, and an inbox up in this joint. You know what I'm saying? And look at Tina's smiling. That's what, it's all, that's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. Enjoying the show. Hey, enjoy the grooves. It's Friday night. Y'all out there doing y'all things, sitting at home, taking care of the babies. They're in the back. Some of them sneezing. One of them got a runny nose. The other one busting a fever. And you home with your man just laying up in bed listening to Gina's Groove Theory and your pajama jams. Get all the kids in bed. Get all the kids in bed. All y'all get sick together. Why not? So when you come to work Monday morning, you can cough on your boss and say, I always wanted to do that. All right? So, hey. This is the time right here, right now. This is what we doing up in this joint. We popping bottles. Y'all at home with your babies. You can't get out tonight. That's all right. Hey, pop your bottle where you at. This is up in Gina's Groove, Debbie, baby. Okay, this is a shout out to your people out there in Connecticut. I already did. Shout out there for your people. Shout out to Auntie Helen. You know what? I got my hey, I got my Hey, Auntie Ellen, my mom, all my sisters, my brothers, my nieces and nephews, and everybody else, friends, lovers, and all that. You know what I mean? Hey, one love. Y'all know the port. The port. All right. Like I was saying, tonight is actually going to be show 13. We're going to take this last uh, last hour, and we're going to go ahead and touch on the relationship question. Uh, anybody out there who wants to touch in and join us? I don't know. You know what? Actually, I had uh, uh, earlier I had posed a question about uh, about who's the who. What, okay, which gender uh, is the one who is more needy for relationships? I had posed that question, and then me and then uh, me and my girl had gotten into a conversation about a uh, well, more deep uh, deep uh, conversation about uh, touching on uh, uh, you know women, but uh, letting women know the signs of. Uh, Domestic abuse too, so we were touched on that too. You know, with the look forward with that, you know, because uh, you know uh, there are signs, warning signs, and so that's what she was kind of touching on. She didn't want to bring it without going through her paperwork and so forth. And you know, I've already taken domestic violence as well as human services, and you know, a got an a, and so and you know that's you know that's kind of rag or anything, you know, it's bad out there like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, pretty much uh, we had talked about that, and she was gonna bring some. Uh, 
things to some ladies out there who possibly could be. Because, you know, like I said uh, to her, uh, it's not more so a situation where, uh, you know, if you're still within that kind of situation and that doesn't mean you can't be a help to someone else, you know, because sometimes uh, with that, you know, you know, women get beat down. You know, uh, you know the person doesn't just, the, the abuser doesn't just beat down you. They beat down your spirit, too. So, you know, you're kind of, uh, you're kind of, uh, in a lose-lose kind of situation. So the question was, uh, you know, why why would a person, why would a man still stay with a woman like that? Or why would a man, uh, you know, why, pretty much why men, uh, you know, some of the tactics, you know, I mean, women have their tactics too, but there's some the tactics that we were talking about are more so the manipulating time and uh, the um, abusive and, uh, you know, well, self-serving pretty much time. So we, were, we touched kind of on that, so. You know, it's a wide variety of things we can talk about, you know, on on the subject and uh, domestic violence being very serious to me, you know, too. So. Well, you know, the thing about domestic violence, from what I understand, you know, it's more, it's not about sex. It's about control. That's what domestic violence is really about. It's not really about sex. It's about control. How can I control you? I can control you through sex. But the first and primary thing is control. That's the thing about domestic violence, because if you really free and you really love someone or whatever, then set them free. But if you feel you have to control them, and they have to be under your guise, under your control at 24-7, then that's a whole control issue. And that's where that domestic violence come in at. How come you're not doing the things I want you to do? Where I want you to be, how I want you to look, how I want you to feel, what I want you to say. What I want you to be, just be with me. Yeah, that's it. That's what's going on. So domestic violence is really about control. It's not about sex. You know, because sex is automatic almost. But, you know, sex is a form of is a way that people do use control, which we all know, to, to subdue and to overtake. So pretty much, but a lot of times in those kind of relationships too, you know, there is, a, you know, a sex issue as well. I mean, the, um, for years and generations, you know, that's, I mean, that's, and right now, I, have, I mean, you, you guys know and Brian knows it's too much to be sat down with me and t- check it out with myself. And with like everybody else in my family, and the kids finally looked at it too thoroughly, and you know, and it was, it's just, it's, you know, I mean, people do use that. So, I mean, it's not like it's not an issue about sex. It's an issue that sex is used as levy, you know, when it comes to domestic abuse. I mean, seriously, you know, over to conquer, overcome, and to many, many, many. Anybody who's taken lad and I've taken it for four years in high school, Captain uh, Suax. Well, you know what? You better make another stop and go on out and get some, homie. Yeah, yeah. I had to get ghetto, you guys. You know? Come on. 
but yeah. So um, you know, pretty much, uh, you know, the, it, it's it's a it's a it's a ploy as well. It's a it's a uh, it's a weapon. It can be used as a weapon against a woman or a man, pretty much. You know, so, and it goes both ways. Uh, I you know, in my domestic violence class, you know, there was a you know, I don't want to say no names, but there was there was a there was a guy in my class. He out of our whole domestic class, he he was domestic. He had domestic violence. His wife was working on him. And every class, every class, when we talk about women this and that, he's like, well, what about the men? You know, I mean, you know, that was like I was telling uh, Stephanie about that earlier. That was kind of shocking. Cause, you know, you know, well, he's the one. He's one. It's more men beating on women than it is women beating on men. Well, you know, that's what's reported, but we don't know what's actual, right? There's a lot of men out there not reporting that. There's a lot of men out there that's not reporting that they're getting beat every night. You know what I'm saying? Because of uh, shame or pride. But do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, I do. All right. So that being said, you know, the numbers are skewed. Because it's all about what's reported, and not what's actually happening. Okay, so 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 okay, so wait a minute. <laughs> so you're kind of like the DV, you know? Where you want to be when you where you gonna where you grow up? I'm have me a gun. You the little kid in the clip of the DVD, right? Where you when you you I'm gonna have me a gun. You know, and only you tell the what did you say? Well, well, he did. He was one. Most men. Okay, so what, okay, now we have uh, Cortez, my son, uh, coming into Genius Groove Theory, but out of mic. There's a mic there. Why can't anybody grab it? Okay, you know what? We're, okay, you know what? I'm going to have to send a shout-out there to Z, Z Sounds. I need my mixer, people. Get it on here, okay? Uh, this is Cortez, my son. He's going to represent some for domestic violence, all right, Pop? He's going to tell some stuff. Yeah, Cortez, tell us your story on DV. No, my whole point is that most women that's been abused before, they carry it on to the next relationship regardless of the fact. You know, a, a man's not going to admit that he's getting beaten by his woman. At no no cost. I mean, how does it look? Who's going to believe you? That's the first thing. You really going to let that little that little lady gonna beat up on you like that? No, that's all I have to say, though. Nah, well, for real, though, because I know a lot of men that have been beat up on. And they're bigger than they ladies. So they don't they they won't they won't strike back because they know. Oh yeah, they, it's going down. You know they're going to jail or they're going to hurt them. But they love them so much that they will take the abuse. So here's the deal. Here's the real question: Why take the abuse? Okay, why take the abuse? Are you asking the question? Are you are you asking me? Are you asking the audience out there? But the question is, because you're asking me, and I can speak on it because I have personal experience with it. I have studied it. I have learned it. I I have read it. I have. I mean, I I lived it. Okay, so are, if you're asking me, then I'm a, I'm a listener. Well, I'm asking the audience, and if you are part of the audience, then feel free to answer that. But you know, the really is for Cortez because he said that he was in a relationship where he was or he felt that he was abused. So I want the brother to bring it out. I mean, why, I mean, what happened? 
why did you stay in it? And then at what point why did you leave? So did she want you to be like her ex? I don't think so because I was completely different from him. But at times when we would argue, it would get kind of like really crazy. All right, so check it. So it sounds like, okay, her ex used to, you know, tool her up. Then she met you and you didn't. But she wanted you to, so she would hit you to do it. Well, okay, when you rolled over with the car, right? <laughs> okay, well, he was found not to be guilty for that, but he did roll over to her with the car because she wouldn't see. She was grabbed. They found her, you know, liable. She had to be airlifted. <laughs> she did. He did roll over. Yeah, she jumped on the car. She, yeah, she. I knew she was. I. Knew, why didn't you tell me that? Uh, why did you? I know you do talk, but why did you tell me that? You know, I mean. I know, but you hey, well, hey, it's nice that you shared that with us on the radio station because you know what? A lot of people are afraid to share those type of experiences. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to go ahead and applaud a brother like you to go ahead and say that on Gina's Groove Theory. That, nah, that you was a victim of, you know, domestic violence and you had to deal with it the way you had to deal with it. And it wasn't really because what you did. It was something previous. But you was willing to stand in there for a minute. Yeah, so, you know, you were staying with her and all that. You was willing to stand there for a minute until it got overwhelming, I'm sure, and then you had to bounce. You know, that's just the way life goes. Y'all did what? Y'all start talking again. So you liked it? <laughs> oh, you take me with that? Yeah. You're right. You're right. You do that. Hold on, man. Share your story, brother. Oh, that's that's a good thing, man, because, uh, you know, it's hard sometimes in a relationship on good terms, you know. Sometimes. Especially when you run someone over. Oh, yeah, that's not a good thing, you know. That, hey, for, uh, they will always remember that. Yeah, that's something you can't forget. Yeah. Yeah, because, hey, check this out. I remember one time I had in a relationship with this young lady. She jumped on the hood of my car, Right. Yeah. Trying to drive away, she jumped in the window, and then she was, and I'm like, no, I'm in the passenger seat driving in the passenger seat, and then she's swinging, swinging into the car. Okay, I'll feel you, because, you know. Facebook, my face, something that was on my face, it wasn't even like, nothing even, it was nothing. You say it's nothing, it must have been something to her. No, I was just talking to 
Yeah. <laughs> How did she get under the car? been a different situation. Wow, that's incredible. You know, we told your mom that. That's serious. Yeah, you know what? I had a such. I kind of had, had an idea. I kind of had an idea of that, that that was going on. Uh, just to represent too, uh, there are there are verbal. Uh, just not to say that it's just physical, but there are verbal, 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 emotional, and uh, other damaging types of abuse too. So we won't limit to just hitting, but. I'm, you know, I'm proud of you for you saying something about that. I wish you had have said something to me about it, cause, you know, I, you know, I mean, I was gonna help. And, you know, it's not just to, you know, beat her down. You know, I would. Well, you know, you don't have to beat her down. I'm sure Cortez is. She can handle his own business, whether it be, you know, lady or man. You know, when he got, if it come to physicals, he can handle that. When it come to lady, I'm sure he got the tongue to tell her, step off. If he had the tongue to tell her, then the Kia Superior wouldn't have ran over. Well, you know what? Like I was saying, like I was saying before, I, I had a similar, I had a similar situation where I had a breakup, where the chick jumped on my car, right? And I'm driving. She jumped on the ride, on the hood of the ride. I had to stop. I stopped. Right? Bam! grabbed the damn windshield, broke both my windshields off the rock, she slid off the roof, bam, into the street. I cared for her, so I stopped. Got out the ride, said, hey, baby, you okay? You okay? She jumped on my hood and broke my windshield washers on my ride. <laughs> yeah! Because <laughs> I stopped. Because <laughs> You know, it's not funny. Yeah, it's not funny, but that's what I had to do to get her off the ride. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, she was in the way. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, I ended up fixing the windshield wash, But it was both windshield washers. She had to grab on or something. I had stopped the car so she could fly off when she, when she flew. When she flew off, though, I stopped and got out, and I made sure she was okay. You know what I'm saying? No, no. no. She was pissed. She went back to her apartment, and I went on my way. But, you know, it was just a it was a moment in our relationship. You know what I'm saying? And actually, I had been with that lady for about three years. You know what I'm saying? But it was a mo- moment in our relationship. And it was early in our relationship. Ready-made families. What do we want to do about these ready-made families? We want to talk about from the mama's side, from the, both of my parents' side, the parents' and the kids' side. Ready-made family. We got to bring that up out here. Well, hey, you know, I've been, hey, I've been, I've been in a ready-made family. Every, every, every young person does not have a child. I mean, you, I mean, that's kind of you know being brought. Those are the ones that are uh, 16 and pregnant. Yeah, well, you know, hey, you you can't determine somebody's life, right? 
You know, you everybody. The idea is you grow up to eighteen, you graduate high school, you marry your high school sweetheart, you go out have four or five kids, and you work at the factory and all that other good stuff. And uh, everybody got the, and then y'all had grandkids, and everybody's happy, right? But we all know that don't don't happen in the hood where you grow up at. My mother's uncle's brother's cousin is my father. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of going in the hood. So let's be real where it's real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's in some people's reality when you brought up in the projects. You know, I only visit the projects during the summer. That was every summer I hit the projects. See all that mama, baby, sister, daddy kind of shit. That, that. That 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 is in those urban areas where you know where everybody knows everybody and they've been living there for years, honey. That, that in the situation where I grew up in, there was no nobody had babies. And the same, you know, like in the Carmelitas, I'll never forget. You know, my friend Shani lived in the Carmelitas, and I'm telling you, it was five girls pregnant by one guy. You know, one guy, and come on, I mean, come on. That's that's normal in the hood, and you know that. You know, five. Five, six, seven, eight, nine by one, or uh, one lady with five, six, seven, eight, nine lovers. You know what I'm saying? With five, six, seven, eight, nine babies. You know what I'm saying? With different lovers. So, hey, it happens. You know, hey, that's not the real issue. You know what I'm saying? That people, people make love and have babies. That's not the real issue. That's not the real. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Come on. I mean, you know, I mean, I give that out to my niece Michelle for getting married first and then having the baby. You know what I'm saying? Doing it the right way. There are some young people out here that are doing it. I look at my daughter, Dominique. Dominique represents for her. She's a nice young lady. She's 25 years old. She she wants more out of life. So, you know, she ain't trying to, you know, she ain't trying to hear all that, all the that BS that, you know, brothers be shooting, right? Because she got her, as she said, to, you know, hi, like I told her. She said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, unless they start, you know, unless they start making, making, you know, making, making y'all up from scratch. <laughs> we can go and put an order in for y'all. You know, well, I want, uh, <laughs> I want to be six foot up to. <laughs> I want to be compassionate. <laughs> I want him to have a caring heart, empathetic. I want him to, yeah, I want him to have a sensitive side, but not be gay. <laughs> I don't want him to wear pink, and uh, let's see, and I want him to decide to be this and that, and we'll do him, and <laughs> let him have big hands and feet, okay? <laughs> and on top of that, and on top of that, and then on top of that, <laughs> make sure he doesn't cheat. I don't want him to cheat, okay? So, okay, and then like, oh, shit, that blew it up. Kids, look, we don't have any of that shit. <laughs> we got all type of plastic and latex of being able to hook him up to make your man for you, but, uh. Poor Dominique, honey. I don't know where she's about it, but it's, it's going to be a real pinch charm. Hold on. That was very, very, very lovely there, Miss Dina. You know, that was the ideal man that you just described. Tall, dark, and handsome, could fulfill every dream and make his mother. All that. Pick a fence and all that. Nah, not a kept woman. That's her apartment. You mean picket fence, all that, good in the bedroom, good at home, could protect you, all that. But, you know, 
In reality, reality, what do we have? Bullshit next. <laughs> brothers. And and we're not talking about color. Brothers. All right, so that means that if we got... I mean, that's what sisters do. Yeah, I mean, we got some sisters too. You know, we got some sisters out here. You know, I was, uh, I think I told you about when I was in L.A. Sitting out with my family on the porch and with the cousins, the girls, and they was out there. I don't want me a man or whoop 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 because they can really sound. You know, I won't keep it. But then it's like this, okay? And I just had to tell him, like, you know, all y'all need to shut up. Shut the fuck up. Because bottom line is, you say he's sensitive. You want a sensitive man. He don't want to sleep with you right away. Then you're like, what's wrong with him? He's gay. <laughs> you know? Right. He made a move on me. You know, like, oh, right. he must be, okay, if a man gives you that respect and not want to sleep with you, because it's not all about sex. You know? What? That's the overlying thing that I see that a lot of people focus on all about sex and then sex. Well, that's the first thing you do. I mean, that's the first thing you see. Hold on, G. That's the first thing you see is the attractiveness. When you see somebody that piques your interest, you know, your, your ears perk up, your eyebrows perk up, your nose flare up, and you say, that person is attracted to me. And... <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> FCC, sorry for that. Don't don't take me off the air. Yeah, that I said it. Yeah, that's. I mean, all that shit you said in a rap is on fuck. Exactly. So, okay, with that being said, because you know, said, oh my god. No, no, no. It takes two. It takes two. Every woman is. Hey, from what I, hey, from what I understand, every woman is thinking the same thing. They're. Here it is. Their approach is different. Their approach is different. When a woman look at a man, she's sizing him up just like a man looking at a woman. She, he's sizing her up. And at the end, at the size up, it's... I wonder what that is like. Yeah, okay. Here we go with this. Uh, who, who did I think I was talking to? This is the Google, Google, the blue wall uh, dude right here. Okay, I don't know what I was thinking about even talking to him because you know what? <laughs> you talking about one track and I'm talking about eight tracks. <laughs> okay, the bottom line is look. Okay, now all women don't think like that, okay? If if I can say I'm one that don't, so that's one out of all the rest of the millions of other women. So that's one. That's one. So that means on that all. So don't generalize. Generalization is just like projection. It's just like minimization. It's all a ploy to deny the real facts of the situation. Okay. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give. Hey, hello, hello. Okay. Bye, bye. Okay. No, no. I do like. No, no. But no, no, no. I'm not gonna. Let that. I'm gonna give it. But. Bottom line, come on now. Everybody don't get down, but to get down, I get so hot. That's true, G. That is true. Every every woman is not like that. Every every woman got different perspectives. They got different goals and agendas, and every man too. But if you was to put ten suckers in a room, seven of them is thinking that way, and the rest of the three is professional. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Hey. From your standpoint. <laughs> nah, I'm just saying about life. Because, you know, once we go back to uh, 
Maslow's hierarchy of, uh, you know, life. Sexual gratification is part of the base level. It's right there with food and water. Now, well, sex is important, but there's another plateau in that hierarchy, and it's called love and, and understanding. And that's two levels past the basic level. And coming from you, you are... <laughs> well, you know, when... <laughs> nah, well, everybody, hey, everybody, everybody goes through their phases, right? You go through a phase where you dating people and just, you know, meeting people and, bu- and, and, and bumping them off. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then you go through a phase sometimes where you meet somebody and you... Uh, hey, this is a uh, radio show. Excuse me, Miss Dean. This is a radio show. And a girl, too. Walking here, you should just fall out on the ground. And she's like, it's a nice one. Here's a cauliflower uh, growth. She's <laughs> got out of it from, oh, well, I was over here and I was over there and over there doing this, that, that, that. Yeah, right. You know, come over. Nowadays, you got to figure it like, do I want to die for a plane or do I want to live? Nah, you want to live. Have a, a relationship. Right. So, you got to be careful. You know, when you in your partying phase, those out there listening to the show, while you're in your partying phase, hey, be careful. Strap it up. When you thinking about getting into a relationship, let that be known, you know. Hey, if you really about partying, tell your peoples and the people that you're dealing with, hey, I'm into partying. I'm not into you right now. Say that. You know what I'm saying? At least give them the opportunity to make the decision. Just like, you know what? Somebody, no name, had told me, and this is what I feel too. Do you know? Seriously, the dude told her that he don't use condoms. Now, this is, yeah, we had gotten into that too. This is a little bit earlier. He don't use condoms. He never does. And, and then there, and then, like she said, the, the, uh, I mean, there's a no, there's a way that you know that person not used the condom. The dude's not using the condom, so the dude comes to you like that and expects to sleep with you. It's like, ugh, okay. And <laughs> this shit is funky. You know? Do you think? I mean, but then listen, hold up. I remember. I'm like I said, no name. This is a personal relative of mine who used to say that daddy used them either. You know, the mentality today is that. You know, and I'm sitting, while I was sitting in the clinic, no names, like I say, who I took down there recently, last year. But while I was sitting there, I gathered all the information. You know, people talk about, oh, well, if you wear condoms, then you protect it. There's some shit that you get, even if you wear condoms, you wear to agree. So the deal is, you know what? I mean, the bottom line is, it's all a gamble. That's what, that was the question I said. It was a gamble. Everybody is in this world who is dating or uh, sleeping, whatever. Not just dating, not just it's a gamble. Everybody you meet that you might meet on Facebook or wherever the hell or Match.com, it's a gamble. Okay? Just know the dice is... <laughs> the dice of... <laughs> I said dice. My mama was in heaven saying, what? Dice is... 
just know that the dice is my snake eyes. And you gonna crap out. You gonna crap out. You ain't gonna hit no seven, okay? It's a possibility, okay? There's a lot of people out here crapped out, got snake eyes, and now they living in shit. They, they, I mean, they fight for Medicaid. Well, you know, that's the whole thing. Is it? Yeah, the whole thing is that if you're going to be sexually active, please, you know, try to protect yourself to the best of your knowledge. I know sometimes in the heat of the moment things happen, but, hey, keep one in, keep a, keep, keep a, keep a condom in your pocket, and ladies, don't be afraid to share a condom if you have one. You know what I'm saying? If you're really concerned and you got multiple partners and you're out there doing your things like that, then don't be afraid if you're already doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because people already know. they already talking. Gossip is the thing. I was at a party last week, and one of my best friends said, Hey, man, we concerned about you. Why are you concerned about me, man? Because X, Y, and Z. Well, X, Y, and Z don't got nothing to do with A, B, and C, right? Well, hey, man, we concerned about you, man, because people gossip. I said people gossip. I don't give a damn what they think about me. I'm going to do what I do. They're going to gossip because they don't know me and they don't want to know me. So... People, while you're out here and you're doing your thing, just know that people in your business, they're watching you, they, and they're assuming things. They're assuming things. If they don't see you doing a whole act, they'll make up an act. So handle your business, be who you are, however, know that that exists. People are out here gossiping, talking about you and your love life, and they ain't even worried about their own. Well, with that being said, I think it's that apparently somebody referenced your feathers. <laughs> like that, but uh, okay. Well, you know what? I like to say, you guys out there, you know what? I'm actually preaching to you because the majority, the majority of people out there are not. That's why the clinics are full of people getting shots in there behind and so forth. So the deal is AIDS is AIDS is, is, is a killer. HIV, there's a difference between AIDS and HIV. I'm going to go ahead and update myself with that. Read that to you too, what the differences are. Because some people are under the perception that having the virus is having AIDS and it's not. And I know people who have had it since the early 80s when it first hit, hit here. They had it. So, uh, and then also, too, the one thing, too, that I want to touch on as far as that, too. Let me out here, Long Beach. This is a pretty much versatile town, versatile people, alternative people. And, uh, you know, I, honestly, really, when it comes down to it, it's not even down to the comedy, it's not down to the act, it's not down to the sexual, whatever. It's down to the honesty. Okay, just keep it honest if you guys can. You know what I mean? I try to be as honest as I can with my friends, my loved ones. I try to keep it real. I mean, lies, small little lies make a, make a big difference, you know. And, and, and especially me being in this uh, uh, mental health uh, society of people, too, and me suffering and, and kind of, you know, I've survived it pretty much because today I don't live with medication. But the deal is, you know, when you're dealing with a person who has PTSD, a person who came from the Vietnam War, you're dealing with someone like me who post PTSD doesn't just come from being in the military. Let that be known as well. Uh, so the stigma of that. 
uh, and speaking of six stigmas, I want to break the stigma between caseworkers and clients as well. As before, I even touch on the neighbors in the neighborhood that don't want to deal with mentally ill, but uh, homeless people. But I want to touch on the people who are working with them too. You know, uh, that we become better providers to them, and because uh, I know we deserve the best. Me being on both flip sides of this coin is that we deserve the best, and uh, you know that's why I'm in this field now because I'm gonna make a difference. I'm gonna make a difference with how uh, I, I'm a caseworker. You know, hopefully uh, I pass August seventh. I'll be working for telecare, another service just like MHLA, but it's out in the Orange and OC. I'm gonna be working with them, and um, I'm gonna be an on-site residential counselor, and uh, I want to be the best that I can in my position. That's why I get good grades. That's why I listen. That's why I live it. This is what my life is in detail too. So um, as far as the stigma, as far as is is that. Um, when I touched on the whole mental illness uh, fact about it, it was pretty much. Uh, I mean, you gotta you gotta you gotta view situations like uh, look 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 at the general population of people. You know, when I was down there in Atlanta, down there in Inglewood uh, that day, you know, I got to see a range of different. I saw pregnant women and stuff like that. It's like you know what, you guys, it's really not about you putting the condom on. It's about just being honest. You know, because you got a lot of guys out here, especially out here in the alternative world, uh, San Francisco and so forth. Where men are saying that they're straight and they're not. And then you have, you know, come on, you know, all that. You know what I mean? Uh, be honest with yourself. You know, you don't have to put a facade on for your family and so forth. Keep it 100 because you know what? You can be damaged in someone else's life, that life. That's right because, you know, when you throw a rock into a pond, it ripples, you know. And when you're dealing with other people's lives, you're not only dealing with the person that you have sex with, you're dealing with those, that person's intimate loved ones. You know what I'm saying? And not only their intimate loved ones, but their, you know, related loved ones, you know, relatives, you know? So you, you really got to think about what you're doing. Get tested often. Get tested early. Get tested often. Get tested early. Keep your status up. If you're out there swinging and you're out there slinging, hey, do your thing. Ain't nothing wrong with it. That's what we was born to do. Okay? We was born. We was born a bone. Okay? So bone to your... Make babies. Okay? We was born a bone and make babies. We was born a man and make babies. We was born to bone and make babies. Well, there's a lot of people that got a lot of babies, and there's a lot of people that got no babies. There's some people out here with babies that shouldn't have babies, and there's some people out here with no babies that should have babies. So explain that shit to me, and then you can go ahead and talk all the shit you want. <laughs> explain it. Uh, you know what? That's just the, that's evolution. Okay. Uh, okay. Shut evolution. the. All right. Thank you. Give my mic back. All right, so here we go with the babies. I see, 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 she's mashing on me because I ain't got no babies. She got babies, and I ain't got no babies, y'all. So she mashed on me. Oh, no, get off me. Get off of the mic. But like, like I said, hey, I grew up hood. I know hood. I don't see, hey, I don't see, I don't see dope mamas and daddies leave their kids to take care of them. So, 
hey, if I seen it, she seen it, then we all seen it. So everybody that have a baby, so what? Everybody's getting, let me clear that up. I didn't mean it like that. I meant that some, that it didn't work out the way it was supposed to be for some people. Okay. I mean, like, I know you don't have kids. I meant like, okay, we're supposed to be able, that means, well, what happened with the people who can't make babies and don't have babies? Because they they not because they weren't trying. I mean, apparently that's if you couldn't, you know. So some people can't. So what was God thinking? I don't think God's gonna be like, oh well, because you can't make the baby that you didn't do what He asked you to do. So I mean, on the flip side, just because maybe you know you don't want to, you know, proclamate with people that you're not married to or whatever, you don't want to be, you know, uh, prostitute yourself or hook yourself out or whatever, trick yourself off, <laughs> whatever the case may be, because it's tricky. <laughs> I don't care all what it is. Time. It's tricky. Married or married or on the block. Okay. It's all okay. tricky. Okay, but if you okay, no, no, marriage ain't tricky. <laughs> I don't see too many married ladies working on walking down on PCH in Anaheim. And I see a lot of men ladies out there walking on Anaheim and PCH, but not no married ladies. Okay. All right, here, here it go. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. One do it for convenience. The other do it for comfort. One do it for survival. All right. So here it is. The, the lady on the block doing it for survival. The lady in the bedroom doing it for convenience. <laughs> and you can tell the rest, G. You know, you just be killing me. Because you, be, you be breaking it down to get up tail and shit. <laughs> Oh, he's my homie, though. I got to love him because he's a great guy. But the deal is, he be coming down. He be breaking down with those ghetto tales. You know, you know how you have fairy tales and then you have, you know, Cinderella and all that little shit. He got ghetto tales for your ass. <laughs> yeah, but, hey, with ghetto tales come a whole lot of different things, like the money fairy. You know, ever heard of the money fairy? That's good. Hey, the, hey that's an urban legend. That's a ghetto tale. Money fairy. I'm not downplaying it. I'm not downplaying it the least bit. Right. Hey, so trust and believe that, hey, when we, we are here on Genius Groove Theory and we talk about uh, multiple things, y'all, we talk about what's going on in the streets, what's going on in City Hall, and what's going on in your heart. So, hey, check this out. Right now we're talking about what's going on in your heart. And right now... Talk about. Now, I was just going to tell you about your experience at City Hall because it's your first time. You know, I know you, you spoke on it yesterday. A little bit, you touched on it. Uh, I, I got with uh, Big Tree today. Big Tree was very happy, also, too. I uh, made a, a stop by and got connected with St. Mary's today. And um, I've been on the call, you know, I'll be getting down to get down. And I, um, I traded cards with them. They advertise for me, I advertise for them. You know, I mean, uh, oh, you know what? Let me go ahead and send a shout-out. Oh, my goodness. Oh my, you know what? almost forgot about that. Hold on, let's see. Actually, it's Medical Evaluations. It's located at, uh, the address is, hold on, hold on, bear with me. No, Tree was at Wardlow, um, but... Go ahead and send this shout out, you guys. And um, I was fortunate enough to get to know uh, the uh, 
staff working there. And we exchange cards. Uh, I will be having some new cards made up and some new flyers. And I'll be sending them out to you as soon as I get um, action. It is, well, this wouldn't be too much help. Actually, St. Mary's is in the Women's woman's, uh, Medical Building. Uh, I believe it is. Oh, let, let me double check. I'm going to double check. I think it's 400. But yeah, I was in there today, and I was uh, fortunate to meet uh, the staff there, and I was able to share with them about uh, my faith. Yeah, because they wanted to know if I wanted to advertise. That's that's great, you know. Um, uh, I I like within the tradition of the kids when they brought me into this radio station, um, and the tradition of them don't really charge anybody to bring, uh, you know, word or advertising uh, for uh, good places for people to go to, so I, I don't charge, so pretty much, um, let me find this information. But hey, while you finding that information, there's a lovely gene, um, uh, we could play some music, we could play some music, hey, let's get it on with some music, but hey, it's Friday night, and it's, thank God it's Friday, be safe out there, you know, it's, uh, the first weekend. Uh, the month of July, it's a Labor Day, I mean, uh, excuse me, July 4th weekend. And, thank, you know, they got DUI checkpoints out there, so be careful. Please don't drink and drive. If you can, please don't drink and drive. Get a cab, $20. Get a cab. You know what I'm saying? Have, have somebody designate the drive if you can. You know, hey, park and ride. Whatever you got to do, stay off the block while you're drinking and driving the best you can. I know it's hard outside there sometimes because you might be partying in L.A. and live in Santa Monica and you don't want to in the cab too much. But guess what, y'all? Get a hotel room, get something, and just chill. If you find out you had too much to drink and you really can't get back tonight. Because it's out there. They out there waiting for you. They they need a, they need money for the policeman's ball. You know what I'm saying? Hey, and they want to be in full gala. You know the whole nine awards. They want to smoke the good top shelf that they got from the collective room that night. Sir, they want to have a good time that night. That's right. So hey. People out there, be safe and be make sure, you know, take care of yourself. That's all. Do the best you can. That's all I'm saying. You know, it's hard to say that. You know, you got mamas out here that be sitting out during the middle of the day from like 10 to 2. They got the kids. They're raising their kids. They not, their husband is working. So the thing they do is they get with other um, housewives and they have liquid lunches, you know what I'm saying, they get together, they might cook some omelets and have a little wine with the omelets while they talk about babies and, you know, boredom, okay, so, after that, though, they get a little tipsy, so they are just a subject to being, you know, stopped as anybody else, so don't 
happened to the guy or the person that's just out there in the club hanging out till 2 a.m. It could happen to anybody at any time. The doctor that just went to a traumatic and dramatic experience at the emergency room. It was too much. It was overwhelming. He takes a shot. He takes two shots. Oh, it wasn't enough. Yo, he got access to what? Prime drugs. Hey, give me the key to the to the medicine cabinet. He takes something else. Let me go home, chill out, because today's ER was just too much for me. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. You know what I'm saying? Life experiences and the things that we do to avoid the tragic experiences in our lives. You know, the substances that we take to avoid the tragic experiences in our life. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, it can happen to anybody. While you're out there, be mindful. Be mindful. Just be mindful. I ain't saying, you know, be mindful because I know it happens. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's still live over with this group there. You're here with me and my, my, my uh, uh, well, ex-program director because he, he got like he been slipping on the job. You know what I'm saying? I'm at the fire, right? Because <laughs> I got to do my own stuff. I taught myself how to work with back working, everything. I'm telling you, hide help ain't no joke. Okay. You got to pay them something instead of, you know, have, you know, put them on the plantation. You got to gotta pay these folks. Because <laughs> they don't want to do no work any other way. Hey, hey, free labor stopped in 1865. All right. That's called, hey, that's called an Emancipation Proclamation. You know what I'm saying? From 1619 to 1865, that's when it was officially stopped. Now, yeah, it, it's going on in the prisons, but the even they got them. They got Okay, well, but I'm talking about the United States of America, where we live at. You know, 1865, Emancipation Proclamation. After the are working for free. Working for free now. Working for free. Yeah, um, no. All right, you guys. You're here. This is show number 13. I'm going to go ahead and bump one more cut for you guys. Uh, one that I haven't played yet. You let me know if you like it. I'll be downloading some more music out there. Uh, I'm going to be sliding it by you to see if you like it. Um, this is going to be uh, Mary J. Lodge. Uh, one more shout-out to LaShawn because she loved Mary J. She, she looked like Mary J. Lodge. And uh, shout-out to her. So I'm going to go and play this, and I'll be back. Two and two to close outside. Uh, God bless, and uh, we're gonna be all good. I love 